Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. One, two, five, and then we've got one, two, five again, two, fifty, and then we've got two, and five. Okay. So this bit here, uh, Henry, is going to pay three percent. We've got that four million two hundred fifty, and then over here we're going to pay five percent, and over here we're going to pay eight percent. So over to you, Henry. Uh, uh, 44,000. In total? Yeah. But if you transfer the bungalow with the land, you should pay 44,000 pounds in FDLT. Well, you're moving to a limited company, yeah? If you knock the bungalow down, all you're doing is transferring land. Okay? Land, different FDLT is. First 150, now FDLT. Next 100,000 pounds, 2%, and 2,000 pounds, 5%, yeah? 17,000 versus 44,000. Are yeah. So that's yeah, that, that's that's really cool. So the, the thing for you, and it isn't easy to do, by the way, is if you're buying some land, and I'm part of Henry, but all these different conversions. If you're buying some land with a house in a small island, you're going to knock it down. If you can get to a stage, and we've done this a couple of times now, where you can get the previous owner to knock it down, very hard to do, by the way, because they will knock it down because his lawyer will say, if you knock it down, and they don't buy it from you, you're screwed. But if you can get to that place and you can't give them money at the start, knock it down. But if you can get them to knock it down, okay, uh, so you could do a conditional contract saying, I'll buy that, I'll buy the land at this particular price, okay, but I just want the land. That ties you in. Uh, based on that, they might do it. Get them to knock the house down, because if you think about it, uh, 550, some of these transactions are big. There you go. A million, one and a half million buying in London and Square, you know, or even lots of land. If you knock the house down, that the big saving here is three percent, not three percent, because here you can keep it here, and then three percent here. And then after that, the SDLT rate on non-residential five five percent on residential where you got a house, you can see it starts at two percent, five percent, ten percent, twelve percent. Empty. Yeah? Yeah. If the bungalow is empty, how much is it? No. Yeah. Knock it out. Knock it out. How much do you cost you to knock down? Then something? Yeah, it's okay. Two or three grand, yeah. Yeah, there's a certain guy down. He's got some boys here, yeah. Give him the cash, yeah? Fifty pound notes. They've got it overnight. Cut it straight through a few hours. Oh, yeah. I feel. If you ask my reason, I see you get some people to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They can knock anything down by the way. 
Just use bomb. Just use bomb. Yeah, he's got bomb. Okay, so here we are. So planning game and opportunity vision. Okay, we covered, remember, buy a company, buy land in a company, you want to get planning on it, do an option agreement, sell it to yourself, you're going to use the cash for yourself, yeah? We covered yesterday, yeah? Oh. 131, which is where we're going to be from. Uh, okay. VAT, which we covered most of, I'm just going to run you through it again. Okay? So, if you're buying property, commercial property, you may have to pay VAT on it. Mark, why might you pay VAT on commercial property? You remember from yesterday? If we're spending money on a refurb. If you're on a refurb, and then you elect for that, and then you uh, charge VAT on the rent. When you sell it, you charge VAT, okay? If you're buying commercial property less than three years old, you're going to pay VAT on that as well, eh? More than three years old, you may or you may not, okay? And then obviously, yeah. you rent it out, you charge VAT, transfer going concern, recovered, yeah? You want me to stay? Yeah. Uh, black 1614 with Henry, uh, recovered. Once you do uh, a uh, option to tax, it lasts for 20 years, so you can't get out of it, okay? Okay, I'm just doing this. No, if you do this, eh? then it's the same situation that Henry's got with one of his sellers, you got to the agent wants to recall back some of the VAT. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're in it for, for 20 years. Um, by 20 years, uh, they'll make their money back. If you buy a property, okay, uh, commercial property, and you're looking to convert it to residential, what rate of VAT do you pay? What rate of VAT do you pay? As a percentage, 5%. Yeah. So if you're, if you're creating more units, you pay 5%. If you're creating less units, you pay 5%, in your case it's always going to be more. If you buy a house, empty for two years or longer, you pay 5% of VAT in that as well. If you're going to do a BRR or a split, yeah? And that house you've been empty for two years or longer, you pay 5% of the refurb, yeah? Which is a good saving for you, yeah? And if you pay 20%, you, you're not going to be any, any better off, yeah? So that's that bit there, we've got that covered. Yeah, we're back 1614, we've done. Yeah, SDLT. So, if you're buying uh, a property, and you use your second, so we're on page 146, yeah? We've already covered VAT yesterday. Of course. Yeah. We, we covered VAT yesterday, yeah? So we're going to go through again. 146. That option tax is going to disapply you get the VAT back. So if you are buying your first house, okay, then you don't pay the 3%. Second additional house, you pay the additional 3%. If you sell your first house for the company, you get the 3% back within three years. Okay. And all additional properties, you're going to pay 3%. Sure, so, let's say a question. Let's say my mistake, I bought a second one, I didn't get the box. Sorry? My mistake, I get the box. To say? I own property before. Yeah. It will come back. Yeah. That will find out. Uh, it's not definite, but it's highly likely that they will find out. Yeah. So if you haven't done that, you're not going to do that. <laughs> or, sell, I thought, I thought someone had that song. Okay. <laughs> sell the first one. Sell the first one. Get rid of it, yeah. Otherwise, they have big problems. If you're buying two or more properties, so, so we'll run this example here. So, Sean's buying two properties. The first one is 550 grand, the VAT is 44,000. The second one he's buying is 
250 grand. Okay, so on the first one two five, Henry, I need your game, my friend. Yeah, on the first one two five, he's paying three percent. Yeah, and then on the next one two five, he's paying five percent. So he's paying uh, twenty one thousand. So twenty thousand. He's paying twenty thousand here. And 44,000 there. If you buy them at the same time, from the same buyer, you claim something called multiple dwellings relief. What that basically does, it says, add the 550, the 250, so he's buying both properties for 800 grand, yeah? You divide it by two, so each property is costing 400 grand. So Henry, we need to get him our friend, yeah? So 125, at 3%, is 7.5, yeah? Yep. And then we had 125 at 5%, yeah? And then we've got, uh, so this is uh, 250, okay. 150 at 8%. So, Henry, why do you do these figures here, my friend? 12,000. Yeah, total is Oh, um, 20, and... Um, so, what happens? So, so, what you do is, you divide the property by two, and work out the SDLT per property, which uh, Henry should look for you in a minute. Uh, 42. Is that right? Yeah, 42,000. Okay. You sure? For some reason this example doesn't work then. Uh, no, 32,000. Uh, 12, uh, 12, Sorry, 30. Yeah. Okay. 30,000. You times that by two. 64. Yeah. And then you compare that what you're paying for the property separately, 20 plus 44, 64. And in this example, this example only saves you two grand VAT. If you're buying two, so how, the, how this works better, if you're buying two properties uh, from one person, and one has a high price, and another one has a low price, you can average it out. You can see from the table on page one or six or whatever, VAT works in different thresholds. The higher the price, the higher the percentage. So by, by claiming MDR, you're bringing the average price down, so the overall percentage is going to be lower. And you can save quite a bit of VAT, the uh, SDLT. Yeah? So if you buy, just remember, remember for your, in your head, buying two or more properties from the same person, you might be better off claiming multiple dwellings relief. Yeah? There's multiple dwellings relief in here. Yeah. When would you do that? At the time of purchase? When you get out of time of purchase. And would the solicitor do that? They're supposed to, but they you don't have an idea. So you come to someone like me or Hillary, and we give you all the calculations, write you up, write a letter of advice to your solicitor, they take those figures and put them on the return, turn them off. Because that's what we've done with two of the properties in the same building, and uh, so I guess I can. Yeah, yeah, If you're buying six or more from the same person, then you can, you can opt to use non-residential rates of SDLT, yeah? And you've got the table somewhere in the slides, but these are the rates. And you can see with non-residential, overall, the, both the rate and the threshold are different, so you're going to pay less SDLT. So if you ever buy a portfolio, Mark, 
one of these, okay, of six or more from the same person, you could apply multiple dwellings to read the standard STNT rate for the uh, non-residential rates, okay? So you do the calculation and see which one works out better for you. We said yesterday, remember, if you're buying a house with a granny annex, you claim MDR, okay, you split it like that, and you're going to save STLTA. Okay, start number 147, you cover that, you can get the STLT back. Uh, 146 is relevant, that was during COVID. Okay, number 149, you got the STLT rates on there in terms of what the thresholds are. If you have a property with a mortgage, uh, say 50,000 pounds, Nadim, and you want to give that to somebody, you've got to pay SDLT on it. If, you, if, if the mortgage is less than 40,000 pounds, no SDLT. So you're better off paying off 10,000 pounds, then you put 40 grand on there, then you transfer it, no SDLT. Yeah. So is if you buy a house... Is that added to the, the value of the house? Or? No, it doesn't matter. If you're buying a house for less than 40,000 pounds, okay, uh, and then your house is in Liverpool for 4,000 pounds? You can be. You can be, yeah. So less than 40 grand, no STLT. So as long as you're gifting it to somebody and they are, they're not paying any extra cash, then cash they're just taking, taking a mortgage. So if you're giving some to your child or brother and sister or whatever, yeah. as happens in the Asian community, okay, in current time, uh, as long as it's less than 40 grand, they don't pay any extra, okay, no STLT. So that could be used for. Um, There's no property here for 40 grand, Sean, okay? So don't come to Peterborough. And don't go to 40 grand, okay? <laughs> Just check. Where is the, where are the, um, those percentages on that, that example there in the folder? Because I can't see it. Uh, page 149. Because I'm looking at 149. Purchase of property, rate of SDLT on slice. Yeah. And yes. if it's a buy to let or an addition, is that? Yeah, that's right. But where's the 150, up to 150, you know, SDLT? Okay. This is non non residential, yeah? So if you go, and Sean, you're going to find another slide, my friend. Of course, you didn't know. No, you didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. You you found it? Oh yeah, one six. I can't believe that's fine. Okay. There you go. I found my new question. Okay. Yeah. So so you can see that the thresholds are different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, worthwhile. You maybe knocking the house down. We covered this yesterday. If you get a lease, okay, uh, you may have to pay on the value of the lease. But if you're doing what you guys might do, which is having a management company wholly owned by your asset company, okay, or at least owns 75 or more, no uh, STLT in yeah? But, but if you're buying it from a third party, they work out the net, net present value, and then you pay STLT on the net present value of this, yeah? In, intercompany purchase, then, there's no, there's no, there's no... Uh, so it's 75% relationship. Right. Yeah? So, in your case, uh, it's always going to be 75%. Yeah. yeah. So, you'll be able to find it. If you buy a property in a limited company, if it's a mixed use property, uh, then you don't pay. Then you then you pay these rates. Yeah. Okay. So if you're buying a shop, it's a flat. Okay. 
And no no additions we plan. No additions we plan. No additions we plan. Yeah. So flat with chops, you popular and common in uh, London and elsewhere. Okay? You avoid the three If you're buying a property in a company, uh, worth more than five hundred thousand pounds, uh, you may have to pay fifteen percent SDLT. Yeah? You escape paying fifteen percent if the company is going to be letting out property as a bike store and pay one by five. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna let the property out uh, to uh, a tenant, uh, if you're a property developer or trader like Henry, where you convert and sell, okay, uh, or hold, if you've got a farmhouse, okay, if you're giving it to an, uh, an employee or a financial institution. And this basically is introduced really uh, marries, okay, because we're trying to keep all the Russians out, okay, we're talking extra money here, okay, so basically this, and it's also the stock mark, people who've got money in their limited company, so you've got a million pounds in your limited company, for example, okay, he's got more than a million pounds, okay, but it's, make him look normal, okay, so a million pounds in his limited company, he says, if I take the money out and buy a house, He's going to pay income tax at 33.75%. So he says, sold that for a game of soldiers. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to buy the property in the company using the company money. If he does that, he's going to pay something called annual tax on envelope dwellings. He's occupying the property himself. He's going to pay 15% VAT, okay? So SDLT, the property worth more than 500 grand, which you will do because you're paying a million pounds for it. Okay? And then you get no PPR. So when you sell the property, you pay, have to pay capital gains tax. So the simple takeaway for you here is if you're buying a property and you're going to live in it, don't buy it in a company. Yeah. Buy it in your own name. That's what you need, you need to know. Okay. If you got paid 157, you've got an ATM rate there. If you've got a property worth 500 grand, more than 500 grand, less than a million, you've got to pay 3,500 pounds to HMRC every single year. That goes up and up and up, and if your property is worth between 2 to 5 million, you're paying £23,450 every single year. So if you, Henry, give a property to your mum, for example, owned in a company, and you let her live there rent-free, you've got to pay this. So you have to charge rent on the property, yeah? Which for all of you guys and girls is going to be the case because you're not going to give free property anyway. And you're not going to leave any either, okay? But it should stop people buying property in a company which, which doesn't have any commercial income. Okay, it's a nasty tax. Tax on envelope dwelling, yeah? We want to avoid that uh, the best that Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money. 